Um, episode 53. No longer our birthday. Mm. But you know what today is. What? The twins' birthday. Happy birthday, Wilson and Greer. When you guys are listening to this, it'll be a Thursday. But on Wednesday, when we're recording this right now, August 18th, it is our twins' two-year birthday. That's a big milestone. Bonkers. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a milestone. I bet this morning goes, we kept two alive for two years. So you did. Had some pizza and cookies at the pool last night. We had pizza and cookies at the pool. And this morning, we did pancakes. It's a big, big, and big day. balloons. We made balloons all last night in the living room and kind of had a little fun this morning. <laughs> I'll be at church tonight. Yes. With the students, the teens. So I won't be there tonight, but we just kind of made it a morning and day and they really don't know what's going they're on anyways. Two. They're having a great time. Having a great time. They We're, go to school today? They're, they're here today. Did they yep. get any school festivities? No, we didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we told them it's their birthday. They, they know, but. Like my birthday. Yeah. We, we didn't really do anything. <laughs> But we're going to the beach all next week. Yes. All nexty next. We're going to the beach and so <laughs> with some family. And so we're going to have a party down there. Nice. So a lot of people are like. An Olympics party, correct? It, it is an Olympic party. I need video. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we'll do some like Olympic in the pool. Yes. Which this pool is. Synchronized twin diving. That'd be good. Hey, they off the diving. Wilson off the diving board by pretty, himself. That's a big jump for a little guy. He, he, he was one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, off the diving board by himself. Mm. I, mean, I was in the water. To straight catch him straight guys. on your head. And he, he was, yeah, I had to stop him from crushing me. Because <laughs> um, he usually doesn't jump. Yeah. But he jumped this time. Uh, but it was good. Yeah. It was good. You want to know something weird? Sure. Jack, your son, your yes. oldest, is Jack Peach. We uh-huh. always call him Jack Peach. I don't know why. We never leave off the peach. Well, you know why? Why? Because at day school, because there was Jack Tyler. We had Jack Tyler. And I think there was another Jack. Yeah. So there was three Jacks in that age group. Yeah. And so it was always Jack Tyler, Jack Peach. But Jude calls him Jack Peach. Like, really? I mean, sometimes we'll call yeah. him Jack, but we call him Jack Peach. We were talking the other day. We never called the twins like Wilson Peach. No. Greer Peach. It's because of day school. <laughs> yeah. And that sounds weird. Yeah. So Wilson and Greer, the boys. Yeah. It's the... It's the Bow Boys. Yeah. So I say it. The Bros. Uh, you just, you know, you can start calling Greer Samuel. That's Sam, his, Sam Peach. I mean, that's his real name. Yeah. Samuel. Uh, he doesn't know that. You can call that. He will not respond. He'll be like, who's Samuel? That's weird. <laughs> um, have it in there. Uh, hey, um, we have no new things. We have no new mm. deals. But hey, it, it was weird. You know, we kind of look at our website, this thing called Captivate, and like our analytics and whatnot. And like, again, you guys know this. We do zero promotion mm-hmm. for the show. We probably should do more. Great marketers. Um, but last week we like had like surprisingly people just really listeners. were interested in the birthday you know hearing about who doesn't love a birthday hear, hearing about captivate and hearing about all the things that we did or thought we would do or mm. should do or shouldn't do shouldn't do <laughs> we should make merch yes. just to be funny yes uh, and we had some texts from people oh you and i had what uh, a text from a buddy adam brewer listening aka dean sanderson mm-hmm. uh, go back to way back when and l- listen to that one he said that he doesn't want a shirt or anything he said he wants a coffee mug 
with our faces on it, Ooh. but done in like the character deals that you get at like Six Flags yes. or something like that. That'd be good. He's like, I want a coffee mug like that. I it'll gotta just, find somebody to draw us like that. It'll it'll just be all beard. <laughs> just be a brown <laughs> mug. <laughs> it should be a brown mug. It'd be one of those like heat mugs, you know? Yeah. And then when it gets hot, all, just the like our faces, faces show appear. Up. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. There we go. They Geniuses. make those. They do make those. I think to make any money or to make them cheap on those, which again, we're not trying to make money. Well, we are, so we can give it away to somebody else. Right. Uh, I think you probably have to buy like 7,000 of those. Yeah. And here at church, we know about buying way too many coffee mugs. Indeed, and we do. Just having boxes of them sitting around <laughs> our offices. Like, what is this box? More two, mugs. 200 more mugs. You guys want any? Um, <laughs> but they have that in there. So, uh, but hey, thank you guys for listening and hearing about that. Oh, we also need to do burgers. Yeah. We, are, we also need to, we're, we're running close, man. Like, we did 19 at the beginning, thinking, oh, we have the rest of the year. We're going to be in a trouble. Yep. Where it's going to be hitting November, and we're like, we got to do 19 again. We're on the downhill slide we are this on the year already. Slide, so we have to figure out. Oh, and then speaking of your birthdays, like mine's in like two weeks. Well, happy pretty birthday. excited about that. So, are you having an Olympic birthday party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we already had the flag. My wife, we bought like an Olympic flag, like USA big Olympic flag. Yeah. Uh, for the party, what came in like the like two days before the Olympics was over. <laughs> We went ahead that, and put that bad boy up. But we had it outside in our house. Waving. Strong with that. Um, but it was good. Yeah, I don't know what my birthday party will be. Uh, probably just... It won't be at the pool. Mm. Maybe it might be. It's, it'll be open. It'll be open. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's get started. I, I don't have any intro with anymore. <laughs> you guys, nothing big happened. Um, we're going to try to do... Yeah, so hey, so this may be a mini-series. I, I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys. Clarity. Transparency. This is, this is transparent, transparency on how this sometimes works for us. Sometimes we are super advanced in what we want to talk advanced Ahead of the game of what we want to talk about. Some days we're kind of last minute. Um, but with our students, we are starting back Wednesday nights tonight. One good thing about being a minister and having a computer for so long is that like I save all of my old like Wednesday night lessons and all my stuff just so I can just have them. Yeah. And I always said, why? Like I'll, I'll just, if I want to do a new topic on hope. Yeah. I don't want to go back right. and do that. I want to like what new has yes. been learned or like percolating or what new things can I read about it? So I, I'm not big on keeping my old lessons. Cause I'm like, I don't want to just do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason I kept these. Yeah. For such a time as this. Oh, nice. And so Wednesday night tonight with our, our, our students, I was like, I was like, how far back do I got? So I, go back, I went back in my Evernote and I got some like 2016 notes. <laughs> and I just started looking back through our Wednesday night classes. And I was like, oh, I need to do this one again. I yeah. really enjoyed this and this. Now I'll redo it. <clears throat> um, but this actually came from there. So what we're doing this week and next week is one that I think I did... I don't have it up anymore. I think I did this one maybe in 2018 or 19. Okay. Um, this kind of series. We're not going to do all four parts of the series, but there was two that I, as I was going through that I sent you. I'm like, hey, I think this is just good stuff for us to talk about. I right. think it's good stuff just in general. Um, and I'll tell you, and you might feel, and, and I will tell you this, and, you, and you will listen. Um, and you might feel the same way, Chris. When I, when I, when I do these podcast topics, when we kind of come up with these topics, mm -hmm. 
the thing that rattles in my brain is how to be like cutting edge. What is the new thing? What is something that like, when I, when I like listen to a podcast, I want to learn something new. Yeah. Like, like I want new information to come my way. And sometimes I'm like, you know what guys, <laughs> I ain't got no new information. <laughs> and I will tell you this, there are some podcasts that we have done <clears throat> and I've thought, okay, cool. We did it. <laughs> wasn't it the best, wasn't the worst. We did it. It's out on Thursday. Yippee. But I've found that those I've gotten responses on from people. Yeah. That have said, Oh, I heard that one and I needed to hear that at that moment. Mm. And I was like, Okay. So regardless of what we think we're doing, as long as we're putting God's word out there, yeah. I think we said this last week, if one person's blessed and if we get to talk about God and talk about his love and mercy and grace and Jesus and all the good things, then good. Yeah. So when I found this, I was like, This isn't revolutionary stuff. Mm. But it may be stuff that you need to hear today. Yeah, that's good. Or like next week. Yeah. And it's, and it's always stuff that I need to hear too. Mm. So um, I don't think you guys are going to come away with like, I learned something new. But hopefully you um, will just gain more appreciation for God. Yeah. Just learn more about him. I, I think it would be, and I don't think this will happen. <laughs> so I'll say that first. But I think it would be a sad day if I ever opened the book <laughs> and read something and was like, oh, yeah whatever. I, I've, I've heard that before, you know, like there's always a new, uh, experience, uh, with scripture. It's just such a complex and beautiful book story that like, you're never going to get enough of it. Well, and I think that's, (laughs) that's a good thing. I think that we will talk about that here in a little bit. That's yeah. So if you're like, Oh, I've already heard this topic or I've already done that. And you guys know that we try to pick our topic names by being funny or creative <laughs> or whatever, but um, don't judge a podcast by its topic. Yeah, Listen to it. And hopefully through God's word that you guys will get something. But mm-hmm. um, this first one uh, uh, or this, we're going to really look at your, your priorities. <clears throat> um, and I kind of think about priorities now as like the school year just started, right? It's, it is almost like a new year, right? Mm. It's almost like January 1st when you go back in August and it's like school time. You're back to these same routines and going to school and all these things that kind of happen. Um, and it's almost like a time of like a refresher. Mm, that's good. Right? It's it's almost like, okay, well, now we're here. Yeah. Now we're in the fall season. Now it's like a new season. Let's go and do this, which I don't know when summer ends. I say My fall wife does. season. Well, Cause she'll you? correct you if you say it's fall right now. She'll be like, "Uh, uh-uh. it's not. It's 100 <laughs> degrees outside and it's still August." But it's like sometime in September. It's like late I September, think. Yeah. right? It's yeah. it's mid late September. And then you know, if you want to talk about reality in Alabama, it doesn't it doesn't really feel like fall till til November. About November, <laughs> yeah. There's been some there's been some Thanksgivings where I'm like in shorts. Yeah, mowing your grass. Mow, yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I bought we bought our house in November last year, and I was cutting grass. There you go, because it was hot. Um, but having this priority, um, and as we kind of look through maybe uh, the fruit of the spirit, or we kind of look at spiritual disciplines, or we look at all these different things in our life, um, marriage, our kids, our marriage ministry, our children's ministry, our adult ministry, in your church or even in your life, whether it's marriage, kids, family ministry, all that stuff. Lovely. Um, <laughs> uh you kind of have to have a point of like, 
having a start point of like what your priority is because all of those things are great priorities. Your family, your kids, your work, your children, your wife, your house, everything you do, everything you do. I'll say the majority of things you do are good stuff, but I think there has to be a number one priority. For sure. Right? I, I think you have to have a starting place no matter what. And for me, what I really think that is, is learning how to find God mm. and to learn more about him. Right. Um, and so as we get start started, uh, we're, we're, we're going to look at David. We're, we're going to get Psalm 63. Um, uh, you're probably listening to this in your car, so don't get your Bibles out. We'll <laughs> read it for you. Um, song 63, um, it's not that long, but I just want to start at the beginning and, uh, we might read more okay. or, you know what? Let's just read all of it. Let's just read all of Psalm 63. Sounds good. Uh, and I'm in the ESV. It says, Oh God, you are my God. I earn, oh, well, let's go again. Oh God, you are my God. <laughs> Earnestly. I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there's no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your steadfast love is better than life. My lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live. In your name, I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. Mm. When I remember you upon my bed, and meditates on you in the watches of the night, for you have been my help. And, and in the shadow of your wings, I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. But those who seek to destroy my life shall go down into the depths of the earth. They shall be given over to the power of the sword. They shall be a portion for jackals. But the king shall rejoice in God. All who swear by him shall exist shall exult for the months for the mouths of liars will be stopped god's word amen and so so in that at the very beginning as we just kind of start off at the very beginning of this um i mean there's there's about three things mm. one this is not of the three things but i think one thing in this is you can tell that david longs to know god yes that it is not this, hey, I got it. I've read about God. Right. I know about God. I've heard about God. I've prayed to God. But it's you, like the w words he uses is this deeper calling. Mm. And I'll be honest, there's times, I mean, there's times in my life where it's like, I don't have that. Mm. Right? Where it's like, man, I want what David has right here. Yeah. And what's awesome is that it's free. Mm. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. there, this like isn't some secret. You got to be king. You have to be David. You have to be from the Old Testament. You right. have to be in like, you know, Hebrews 11 list. You don't have to be, you know, one of those to to have these feelings and longing for God. Yeah. Right. He it's interesting here in that David is a, a character in this story who's had profound experiences with God, mm -hmm. uh, has seen the power of and the glory of God work out in ways that we look at in awe of. We're like, whoa, Man, I wish you I got to experience that. that. But what I don't see in this text is David placing that experience with God 
in the done category. Oh, He's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I found God. I know God. I don't have to do that anymore. <clears throat> no, it seems like this is a constant journey of deeper connection with God and that it's so real to him. It's as real as being thirsty in a dry land. It's so real to him. It's as real as being hungry and being filled with good food. Yeah. You know, and if somebody who had the experiences that David has had and yet still is seeking after God, still lays at night in his bed and meditates on the goodness Uh of God, like that's a good example to lay down for us, right? Absolutely. Um, and so, I, and so in this, I just want to hit three things that we'll just, as long as it takes us to talk about them, um, on how to find God and mm. where to put yourself mentally in this state to say, okay, I want to seek, I want to find God. Um, and I think it begins with an intimate relationship with him. Yes. Um, right. So verse one, oh God, you are my God. Mm. And not, hey, you're the God of the Bible, mm-hmm. and you're the God of the which universe. Which he is. Which he is. Which he is, <laughs> right? And you're the God of the, of the world and the universe and everything in it. But, no, God, you are my God. Yeah. And there's this one-on-one connection that, you know, that we talk about of um, deeply knowing, mm. deeply knowing that God is there. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think for a lot of us, that only comes or we can only really relate to that when it comes to maybe a family member, mm, right? Yeah. A spouse or a kid or your parents or your grandmother or somebody where it's like, no, I, I know them and they know me. Right. And that is real like intimate love and like connection. And sometimes we put that aside from God. Mm. It's no, there's God that I need to know about and I need to love but it's not this deep like interaction or it's not this deep um, intimate knowing. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, and, and I'll speak most directly to my own personal experience. This is not something that we spend a lot of time contemplating because if you do, it's one of the most incredible claims in scripture that God is both yeah. huge and creator and unfathomable, but that in the same way is known to us and is known by us, and we are known by him in a very personal way. That's pretty incredible, and it's overwhelming to really think about. Well... And it's this weird balancing act. You know, we read in the Bible where God knows your thoughts before you know them. Mm. He knows, you know, how many hairs are on your head. He knows everything about you. Mm. And we go, great, I love that. But God is also like, I'm opening the door for you to know about me as well. Yeah. That it's this two-way street. Mm-hmm. Not this great God, you know, God knows me, cool, and I love you. But he wants you to put that mm. effort and thing into. I think about John, um, John seventeen three. John 17, 3 says, And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God in Jesus Christ whom you have sent. Like, And this is eternal life, is that they know who you are. Yeah. Like, that is eternal life, is that deep, intimate relationship with God yeah. and knowing Him. But, I, but that, why is that so hard? Mm. 
that's a big question to ask, but yeah. why, why is that so hard? Um, I think there, there are a couple of reasons, uh, but the one that I speak about most often mm-hmm. is that the dynamic that's set up between God and us is one of relationship. Yeah. And the, the dynamics of a relationship are similar to the dynamics of a relationship that we have with people in our lives that we can see and touch in that if we choose to invest in those relationships, they will grow and flourish and become deeper and richer and more beautiful. But if we neglect those relationships, which is a choice that we get to make, the relationship suffers because Mm -hmm. even if one party in the relationship is seeking out and reaching out and trying to make the connection, if the other party has no interest in it, that's not a relationship. And so if we don't choose to invest in finding God, in knowing God, there's no relationship there. Yeah. You know, and that's easier to get your arms around when it's somebody that you can see and talk to and get some instant feedback on how that relationship is with God. It's a a faith exercise, right? It requires a level of faith to say, you know what? I'm going to choose to look around me and see God moving and alive and real, or you know what? I can explain away my life. (laughs) <laughs> and and not have a need for God. Absolutely. Know? I think one of the issues is when we talk about knowing God, there's this difference between knowing facts mm-hmm. and like really knowing somebody. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I know my wife, I know where she was born, yeah. and I know what car she drives, and I know her birth date, and I know just things about her. Yeah. But actually knowing who she is, mm-hmm. right, and knowing her um, – I mean, just, I mean, yeah, just knowing who she is on more of a level than just facts. And I think we, we are a facts based mm. society, yeah. right? Like, um, I have a horrible memory. I got a really bad memory. Like <laughs> I, I don't even know how, like I think back on my childhood and, and if I can remember something, I'm like, Oh wow. Like it's <laughs> crazy that I remember third grade that way. And like yeah. that actually happened. Um, just because I just have a bad memory. Um, one of the things that we like to do, or, the, or that I like to do is, uh, I think we were at, yeah, we, I think we were at the lake this past weekend with some friends, and somebody was like, hey, what was that movie with so-and-so? And we're like, put the phones down. <laughs> like, let's spend some time thinking about this for a little bit, right? Use Cause, your brain. Because it's so easy to be like, well, IMDb, now I know every movie yeah. that was ever in, or I know who this actor was and this. And we are in such a, we have our devices and our things, that if I don't know what this is, I can figure it out pretty daggum fast, mm. right? I can do it. And I think for a lot of us, we want that with God. Yeah. I want to know you now, mm. but it's a lifelong journey to know God. Yeah. And I think for that, that takes some people back going, yeah. you mean I can't know him this year? Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> kids in school or, you know, like if you're in college, you can spend that whole semester going, well, I'm going to learn about biology. At the end, you're going to be like, I know way more about biology than I do. But it's almost like, hey, you're going to know more about God, but you're not going to know all of God. Yeah. But it's this lifelong journey. And, and, and we have this tendency to be like, if I can't know it now, yeah. 
man, how is, how is that going to help me? Mm. Um, and I think for, I think for a lot of people having to prioritize that in your time frame, Yeah. And then in the, well, when I get older, yeah. when my life slows down, mm. when I have kids, when I blah, blah, and you can just put, but if you wait for the right time to start knowing who God is, yeah. then it's never going to happen. Mm. And then you're going to, then you're going to cheat yourself on the years that you could have already started knowing God. You know, when I talk to our students and they're in sixth grade, seventh grade, I'm like, guys, if you start some of these things now, just think of how much further you're going to be in six, seven years. Yeah. Like it, it's going to be so great just how far you are if you start now living and learning and seeking and all these things about God. Um, it's going to just help you in the future. Yeah. It's going to help you in that. The, uh, I, I really like the the picture, the story you shared about, you know, how we're so quick to, if mm -hmm. we need a bit of information, we'll just pull out our phone or yeah. hop on the computer and look it up. I think we can try to substitute knowing God with that same thing because there's infinite resources of really, really smart people who've done really yeah. great research and Theological studies research, yeah. uh, on every aspect of God. <laughs> like we're, we're, well, we think. right. We're thousands yeah. of years into this, uh, oh, yeah. Christian journey yeah. as a people. And I think that that's a blessing to have that collective wisdom, but we should never misplace knowledge about God with knowledge of God, abiding with God, yeah. knowledge of God and uh, relationship with God. Because like, if I want to right now, I could hop on my phone and say, uh, what are the characteristics of God? It's and I could have... Them. 50,000 pages <laughs> of people who are expressing what they've learned about God through their studies, some good, some bad, yeah. but that's not the same thing as me spending my own time with scripture, spending time in silence and prayer and meditation, talking to God, allowing God to, uh, work on me in those silent moments. Those are two really different things. Yeah, and not to discredit, there are people at this church, there are people that you know, there are authors and people that off the top of their head, they can tell you book and chapter and verse about this, about God and this mm -hmm. and what happened here. And I, I was horrible at school. Mm. And I may have told this on the story before, on the story, on this podcast. <laughs> on the story. On the story. Sit around. Children, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't, you know, grew up in church, but when sixth grade, I went to a private school and I remember we had Bible class every day yeah. and I had some amazing teachers in that and they really kind of paved the way for me. But I remember being there and them talking about when you die, your life, it'll be a test. Mm. Well, what they didn't say or what I didn't hear was like, <laughs> well, the, it, the whole test is just your life. Yeah. Right. In my you thought brain, you were going to sit down and <laughs> I was like, because I was in Bible class yeah. where I, like, well, here's your exam. Fifth. 50 questions about John. And I'm like, Oh no, I'm going to get this wrong. Like I'm a horrible test taker. I can't remember things. This is so bad. And one of the reasons why, you know, me growing up and then me, even in ministry of like, I kind of always put down like Bible bowl things. Yeah. And you'd have these people be like, Hey, I want so many Bible bowls. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. What does that do? Yeah. Well, no, it helps you learn about God. Right. And now I'm good, but it's like, don't substitute knowing facts and dates and names and places 
And if you know that, great. And hopefully that is stepping stones to you knowing God more deeply. But, right. But don't really confuse the two. Yeah. Because I don't know those dates. And yeah. I don't know all those things. But I want to know who God is. Yeah. And so it's not this test to know. You have to know every book, chapter, verse. You have to know everything. But um, spending time. Yeah. Um, in that in that relationship with him is is what that test is going to be, and that's your life. Yeah, and, and and you know, go back to your your marriage analogy there. Yeah. Like, it's it, they're both important. Like, yeah, you should know your wife's birthday. You yeah. should know what she likes to eat, yeah, and on yeah. it, you should know these things about her. Yeah, but then you should couple that with you use that information to treat her better. Uh, mm. to love her more well, deeply and fully. It's the same way with God. Like yeah, yeah. we have these revealed aspects of God in scripture. We should spend our lives trying to know who God is as he's been revealed to us. To better our relationship with him. And the and yeah, and the outcome of that mm. is a deeper love mm -hmm. for God, a deeper commitment to following his ways. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Knowing those things is good. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I want to know that about my wife because I love my wife. Yeah, exactly. Right? And so I love her. It's cyclical. It kind of right? goes around and around. Yeah. And so like, I mean, now we've been married uh, 11 years. Yeah. And it's like, when I find something new, I'm like, oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Like I had no idea about you, about that story or yeah. that vacation you took when you were whatever. It's like, oh, that's a cool story to know. Um, but that just makes me just love her more. Right. And that just gives more insight to who she is. So that just, again, it's... Mm -hmm kind of completes that circle there with that. Um, what I like else about that um, 60, Psalm 63, it says, Oh God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. Mm. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you. Um, I earnestly I seek you. And so when we talk about knowing God and finding out more about God, mm are you earnestly seeking him? Yeah. Like, are you trying to, with everything in you, with this intense desire to know more about God? Yeah. Um, and that takes, that takes self inventory. Mm. That takes self, self reflection. Right. To say, okay, I, I am spending this energy in some way. Right. Is, is, that energy spent earnestly seeking him. Yeah. Um, and that looks different for different people. Sure. But my prayer for this podcast is that we kind of gain a new sense of this earnestly seeking him. And like, yeah. and I just love that where it's like, I thirst where mm. I deeply thirst for you. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we, so this idea of earnestly seeking, mm -hmm. I think this is not hard for us to grasp. I think that people earnestly seek lots of things oh, okay. that are important to them. If you're dating someone that you want to marry, you earnestly seek them. You put effort mm. into pursuing that relationship. You put effort into learning about them mm -hmm. and trying to craft a relationship. If you've got a hobby that you're passionate about, you will you will lose track of time working yeah. on it. You will get wrapped up in it. Um, if you, you, people earnestly seek their careers yeah. and um, the next promotion and on and on, we get earnestly seeking. My question is, 
do we apply that same effort and that same earnestness, that eagerness to seek after God? Yeah. And that, that's what David's doing here. It's like he's running a kingdom, but he's still. But, but his priority is like, you know, all these other things are going to flow from the faithful seeking of mm. God's presence and power in my life. Because if you were to think about David at this point, he has already spent some time with God. Right. He's, you know, he's already had those experiences that we would be like, yeah, I mean, you're done. Yeah. Like, look all the things that you've done with God. And he's like, uh-uh, I'm still earnestly mm. every day seeking who he is uh, to learn more about him so that, um, so that it permeates his life mm. and everything he does from, from, family to the kingdom to this like everything flows out of that yeah that's right um in there so in my notes i have a story about socrates Ooh, socrates and, and i was just telling you every time i read it i read it as socrates i don't know it's because i can't read well or because i read it, i'm like oh socrates is that is that from bill and ted i don't know i think it's from bill and ted excellent adventure oh, socrates <laughs> it's socrates um but basically it's just it's a story about socrates and I'm going to call him Socrates, I promise, on accident, um, said that he had a young man who wanted to be like his disciple. Mm. And Socrates just like ignored him over mm. and over again. And the guy just kept on asking, come on, let me be your disciple. Let me follow you. Let me follow you. Um, and so like, it's like Socrates started uh, to like walk into a river. So this is a long time of him just ignoring this man, this man just following him, following and asking and asking. And then finally Socrates walks into a river and this guy started, you know, just to follow him and he walks with him. And they get into the river and then Socrates takes him and he puts his head underwater and he holds his head and he holds him probably a little longer than he should have. <laughs> and he holds his head down even more to find that guy burst out of the water, just grasping for air, um, uh, fighting back. And, and as Socrates says, when you desire the truth as much as you, des as much as you desire the air, then you could be my disciple. Mm. So replace Socrates <laughs> with that. Instead of being his disciple, do you value knowing God as much as you um, want air mm. and want the things that, uh, food that you drink, eat, and water that you drink, where you're like, I thirst, where it's you needing this. Um, do you wake up and your first breath is like, God, I want to know more about you today. Mm. God, I want to earnest, earnestly seek you. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if that's what we do. I think we get pretty complacent with this uh, surface level knowing and being here. And we can do the check marks, which a lot of people do in church. Hey, I went to church. Hey, I right. gave at church. Hey, I did this. But it's more than that. Mm. Um, it's this deeper... Um, there's this deeper calling to know more about him in your life. Yeah. I, I think, I think that's a, that's a progressive. And when I say progressive, I don't mean like yeah, progressive yeah, yeah, or yeah, conservative. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean like um, something that you grow into yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in that, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't relate to that at all. I don't think you're alone. I think, oh, yeah, I think absolutely. that, um, you know, lots of people walk around with, with a basic level of faith in God who haven't experienced a deeper relationship. And so they don't know it's there, but it's there. 
Yeah. And as you, as you kind of go from point one that we talked about, just the acknowledgement that God's out there and I'm going to find him. Yeah. The more you find him, the more you want of him. Uh-huh. And, the, and, and, and that's a never ending wellspring of, <laughs> of joy and yeah. peace uh, that, that really I think the Christian life is walking deeper into that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that doesn't end when you die. That continues on yeah. forever. Uh, it, it a deeper a deeper journey into the heart of God. I did not make that up. I've heard that somewhere, <laughs> but that's what this is. It's like so. If you're hearing this and you're like, I don't want God like that, put yourself on the path. Like, yeah, it, it's it's not. I don't I don't know. There may be people who have just woken up one day and they're like, Whoa, something's different. Yeah. I need God right now more than I ever have. But I think more often it's you taste a little bit of God's goodness and then you, you're like, whoa, how can I get more of that? And then one day you wake up and you're like, man, I'm deep into this relationship. And I remember that whenever I became a Christian, which I was again, like a senior in high school when that happened. So I was a little bit older. And um, I remember like a friend giving me a Bible or his mom did when I graduated. So I had yeah. this Bible and I remember people giving me books and giving me like these little journals and giving me like these daily devotionals. And there was a point in my life where like I would be doing two or three of those a day yeah, just because I was so hungry mm-hmm. and I was so thirsty for God and his word. I, it was like, I would go through highlighters and pens <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm about to just mark this whole Bible. The whole up. thing's like, highlighted. Right. Um, but like I was just thirsting for that. Yeah. And, and there's times, you know, just in my life where it's like, I don't have that, you know, right now. And it's like, well, how do I get back to that? Yeah. And, and I do think we go through these ups and downs For sure. and life happens and this happens. Um, but just if you're not in that place right now, mm. ask God to put you in that place. Mm-hmm. It, he wants to help you get in that place. Yeah, that's good. He is not saying, well, you better get there. Or yeah. else. He goes, well, no, I'm going to give you a way to get there. Let me help you with that. Let me have the spirit kindle that fire up and say, here we go. Yeah. Like, Hey, it's time now to do this. Um, and then every stage of your life, you're going to know more about God in a different way. When you get married, when you have kids, when you be adult, when you're fifth grade, like there's all these different aspects of God that you learn that mm. help build who you are. Yeah. Um, and they're all perfect and they're all awesome. And it's yeah. all great how God works in that way. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't need to have, you know, like a fifth grader have the same knowledge mm. as, you know, someone who's, 80 years old, like yeah. that just happens. But the fifth grade knowledge of knowing God is still beautiful. Mm. And so is, you know, the person that's 105 years old, that's still doing it. That's yeah. also beautiful. And everywhere in between, yeah. the more you learn, that's good. Um, and the more life stages and the more ups and downs in the roller coaster of life, God wants to teach you in the low parts and he wants to teach you in the high parts. Mm-hmm. And David has seen that too, right? Yeah, for sure. And David has seen that too and says, Hey, I'm going to find God all all up in this. You can get that whole picture if you just settle down in the Psalms. Oh yeah. Uh, they're not they're not all written by David, but a lot of them are. Yeah. So yeah, so you're going to get that if 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 you just read through the Psalms, you're going to experience the full range of human emotion. <laughs> of him yelling at God, yeah. him crying to God, yeah. for him praising dancing, God yeah. and dancing for Yeah, you're going to get that whole range of emotion and um God says, Hey, yeah, you may be ticked off at me or life right now, but I'm still here. Yeah. Or, Hey, 
you know, you may just get back from a mission trip or from camp and we kind of have that like camp high when yeah, we get back sure. and you're like, yeah, Jesus. He's like, Hey, I'm still there too. Um, I am all in between this, um, in there. Uh, third and final thing. Um, one is just, I think when we, the, the thing that will click into our brains when we say, okay, I want to know about God. I want to earnestly seek him and not earnestly seek all these other earthly things you're going to learn that that is a satisfying life. Yes. That your life will ultimately, will ultimately be satisfied in him. And we talked about this two weeks ago when we talked about being, you know, content. Yes. Um, it's almost in the same area, but mm-hmm. I love it. This in Psalm 63, he says, you know, I will lift up my hands and praising you. Yeah. Like my lips will praise you. Um, because he is satisfied mm-hmm. because he knows this is it. Yes. Um, and I think that's beautiful. Yes. Well, and uh, what we believe, you know, the reason we do what we do, um, the reason we make this podcast is because we believe that um, to follow Jesus is going to produce in your life the best outcome. It's going to produce the most satisfying life. And so how that plays out is if I eagerly seek God, if I earnestly seek God, that's going to make me a better husband. Mm -hmm. It's going to make me a better father. It's going to make me a better employer. It's going to make me a better business owner, neighbor, community member. It's not one or the other. I don't, (laughs) I don't in earnestly seeking God, I don't neglect my family. Yeah in earnestly seeking God, I'm more capable of loving my family, yeah. right? And so I think that oftentimes people confuse that a little bit and they think, well, well I've got to g- choose. I gotta, I've got to focus on my career right now. So this stuff has to go to the side. I'll get to it once I achieve whatever this thing is. Like, no, your best path to whatever it is, whatever life it is that God <laughs> has for you is to seek him first and then all that stuff is going to flow more beautifully and uh, more naturally from that place of health, spiritual health and connection with God. Then it's going to, if you're trying to do that on your own outside of the will of God. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's not this siloed effect. It's not this one lane deal. You know, I think about it and we talked about like out of the overflow of the heart, Mm. um, like you're, your car cannot run if it doesn't have gas in it. Yeah. Right. And so are you filling up your tank so you can get to point A to point B? And the same thing. Are you filling yourself up, earnestly seeking God, mm. acknowledging him, learning more, deep relationships, all all of the things so that I can, you know, go to point A and point B in my life mm. with this is my work and my family and my wife and my neighbors and whatever. Well, I'll be able to do that better and more, right. which is what you said with that gas tank deal having there. Um, yeah. So your homework, dive into some Psalms, mm. dive into some Psalms. There's lots of them. There's <laughs> plenty. You're not going to run out anytime soon. Um, and if you do run out, just, just start back, uh, yeah. <laughs> right? Just start back at and one go for round two. Um, and, and read that. And, and again, my prayer for this podcast was, really to kind of reignite this 
this uh, this idea of this intimacy with God and earnestly seeking Him. Yeah, and I think and I think you landed the plane well on. Well, there's a good motivation and there's a worldly motivation that my life here is going to be the best because I'm seeking him Mm. and I'm not seeking him for heaven. I am, I'm seeking him to make this place here better, to make my life better. And again, not this health or wealth, like Mm. I'm going to do this and get more money and I'm, and everything be fine. No, my, my calling for life here will be better because I'm seeking him. Mm. And if you don't understand it, it's okay. Yeah, for and if, sure. And if you think, I don't know how that's possible, <laughs> um, that's okay. I remember being probably my sophomore or junior year. I was driving and a teacher of mine goes, hey, do you go to church? And I was like, yeah. Sort yeah, of. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but I have it here every day. Right. Right? And I'm like, well, this isn't church. This is just class. So I'm yeah. like, okay. And, and they asked me, do you go on Wednesday nights? And I had the same old excuse of like, well, I'm too busy. It's not true. I went to a Christian school. We had no homework on Wednesday nights. <laughs> we had no like practices or games on Wednesday nights. Yeah. It was all like, you have time open to go to church. And I was like, well, I'm just kind of too busy. And my, I forget which teacher it is, Miss Reed, um, said, said, I promise you, if you give that time to God, he's going to give you some more time. Mm. If you give that like time and energy to him and to seeking him, he will like give you that time back. I promise. Like mm. you're not going to miss out on these worldly things because you spent time with him. Um, or you might miss out. You might, you might miss out on some things, but it won't be a big deal. Right. Um, and then I've just found that true Yeah. about, you know, serving and loving and being at church and doing these things and, and earnestly seeking him thinking, well, I, well, I won't have enough time to do my other things. God yeah. will give you time to do the things that you need to do in his name. Yeah. Um, and that's a part of that priority, you know, scale. Yeah. Um, but it's true. We've got way more time than we think we do. We just don't evaluate it very often. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and have that. But hopefully this uh, will help you guys re- Rekindle that fire mm-hmm. of one to earnestly seek him. Yep. And do that. Um, love to hear your feedback on this. If you guys have had a time in your life where, yeah, I, you know, I was just kind of in this rut, but then I just found this new spirit yeah. of wanting to be with God. Yeah. There's this is a good time to do it, but uh, there's never a bad time to do it. Right. <laughs> so I could say that at any time. Right. And said that, and there was something in like Ecclesiastes where it just talked about like, if you're waiting for the clouds, if you're waiting to, you know, plant, if you're like waiting for these times to do these things, it's never going to be a good time. Yeah, that's right. Right. And so, well, I will wait when my life slows down. Mm-hmm. I'll wait for, there's always going to be something else. Sure. So you might as well learn right now yep. how to balance life with God and whatever it is you're doing and right whatever now. else yeah. you're doing, because that's what it should be for the rest of your life. Yep. Um, which is what, you know, again, we tell our students that like learn now these things and, mm-hmm. and you'll be better off for it when you get older. That's good. And then that, well, Hey, we hope that y'all have a wonderful Thursday. Just wonderful. Grand Thursday. Make sure to share, rate, review, subscribe. Yep. All those mm-hmm. things. Um, we're on Spotify, I believe, and we're on Apple and Google. We're on Googles. We're all over the place. I think so, man. So if you guys want to listen, share it with some friends. We hope you guys were blessed and have a great rest of the week. See you next time. See you.